machine guns, but machine gun Kelly? It's if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. <laughs> I'm Heather. I broke I broke your brain with all our pre-show machine gun Kelly talk. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was got to the point where I was only able to think about Machine Gun Kelly. Guys, but is Machine Gun Kelly dating Noah Cyrus? I have questions. <laughs> we have questions that need answers. Oh my god, I really One of the questions I had was, who is Noah Ke- uh, <laughs> Noah Cyrus? <laughs> Damn it, Heather. Everyone's last name is Kelly today. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. Uh, hello, welcome to the show. <laughs> okay, and okay, what a show! Oh, I'm getting control of myself. I've had one sip of alcohol. <laughs> oh goodness! What kind of alcohol? Shiner Cheer, my favorite. It's t- oh, it's Shiner season. Tis the season for Shiner Cheer. Mm-hmm. Great. How are you doing, Ramsey? <laughs> I'm good. I just had a big old thing of coffee, so I'm also. Um, it's night. Goofy. It's nighttime. You're it's, drinking uh, coffee at nighttime. Yep. I. It was a large Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I. Uh, I run on Dunkin'. Mm, same, but if I drank a coffee this late at night, I would be awake until tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, I will probably fall asleep during this podcast, I, depending on what you play me. I never finish a coffee. That's, this is a fact about me. I almost always still have coffee left in the bottom of my cup. I drink coffee very slowly. Wow. That's like me and salad. Yeah. I did eat a whole salad today. All of it. All the way to the bottom. I'm Shot. very proud of you. Thank You're you. You're in the clean plate club. Thank you. It was, but, And then I was hungry one hour later and ate some cheese. So, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like snackable cheeses. I didn't just like go bite off a block. Um, Nobody pictured that. Just making sure. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Ramsey. Yes. Would you like to know what album we're doing today? Uh, yeah, I would. Mm, okay, great. Um, <laughs> today we are going to do the 2009 album from Kevin Devine, Brothers Blood. Thoughts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts, feelings, reactions? All right. Kevin Devine is somebody, perhaps the artist that I associate with you the most. Okay. Well, I love that. That's very, love that. (laughs) Okay. Go on. Uh, I think before, before there was Pup, before there was uh, Hop Along, I believe that Kevin Devine was the artist that I'd heard you, like, Heather goes to shows. Heather goes to see this guy. Sure. (laughs) That is true. Um, Uh, Yep. Have we... Now I must ask this question. Have we listened to Kevin Devine on our show before? No. We have not. Okay. Um, so for multiple reasons, Kevin Devine is uh, probably my favorite musical artist. So it's like, it's very weighty for me to do a Kevin Devine album because I love them so much. Um, and so I feel like I haven't done it for that like it's it's just it means a lot to me and so it's like i it's like very personal um also i was right. confirming i have seen kevin divine more than anyone else as far as concerts wow. go um, is it even close no <laughs> it's okay. 10 10 times more than the next person um what <laughs> no oh wait literally 10 times not like m- multiplier of 10 oh oh oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah 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 sorry realize that was very confusing after <laughs> Made me sound very psychotic. Yeah, that would be like if you, even at the bare minimum, if you saw him 10 times and then (laughs) everyone else once. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Literally 10 times more, not a multiplier of 10. Um, Yeah, so so I feel like that's why I've put it off. Um, This specific album, someone requested along the lines. I really love this Kevin Devine album. It's probably not my favorite one, but it's probably, oh God, I don't know. Uh, top three, top two. I, I really love okay. this one. I don't, I don't, this is like ranking my, my like favorite children if you make me put them in order, but um, I love it. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you are obviously aware of Kevin Devine. Do you yep. know what he sounds like? So, I 
am going to bet. Like I, I have to reverse engineer why I how, think what how I. How much think are you going to bet? Hmm. I'm going to bet a dollar. Okay. That when you first talked about this guy, yep. you used the term <laughs> singer songwriter. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And for that reason, I am imagining the wrong thing. I think I'm picturing like a <laughs> okay Sufjan Stevens, uh, kind of super folksy, acousticy, uh, iron and wine kind of thing. Because that when I thought singer songwriter in 2007 when we were talking about this, sure, or whatever, that's what came to mind. But like now, I'm going to assume it's not that. Okay, I think it's probably a little bit of that, but a, a little harder. Great. Nailed it, honestly. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I would say Kevin's first several albums are a little more of not actually Sufjan, but like what you're thinking of, but still not quite there because he did like, he's from Staten Island, came up in the punk scene in punk bands, um, but like heavily influenced by, you know, like Nirvana, but then also Elliot Smith. And so it's just like a lot of different influences. I think that influence his sound. And I do think you're like, it's not, it's not a singer songwriter. It's not iron and wine. It's not that it is um, like, yeah, more singer and songwriter, I guess, coming out of a punk scene, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, but this album, um, I think is a little, it's, it's a lot bigger sounding to me hmm. um, than, some of his previous albums. Um, yeah, it's, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, 2009. So I did not live in New York yet. And I do remember I saw this tour a bunch of times. And this also, um, this album came out on Manchester Orchestra's label. label. Um, not that that really means anything, but it did. Um <laughs> What else? Oh, here. You're showing me that album I'm art? I'm showing you that album art. Um, does the name Matt Pond PA mean anything to you? Yeah, I love Matt Pond PA. Is that a similar vibe? No. <laughs> okay. I think uh, Matt Pond PA is still a little more... Uh... Sufjani? I feel like okay I don't mean this as an insult because I, I honestly do like all these bands that we've been naming but I like that genre of singer songwriter is a little more twee to me and I know twee has like sure. very negative connotations it feels like a diss Not but I don't here, sister. yeah you're right but I don't mean it like that at all but I feel like Matt I don't know Matt Pond he does play with a band sometimes too and sounds a little bigger so maybe a little more so but yeah I'm looking at this album art okay great uh I am zoomed in really far, and uh-huh. uh, I like that you can see the individual pencil strokes here. Mm-hmm. Um, for the listeners who haven't Googled it, it's just the words Brother's Blood, Kevin Devine, uh, I think cut out of a magazine or out of a photo. Um, it, so that the only... it looks oh, to me ahead. as though it's cut out of cardstock and there's something else behind it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um it looks like so. Yes, I think that's exactly what is happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like skin on, especially like the the D and divine. I think that's a hand. Maybe it's someone's face behind it. Perhaps. Hmm. In my, be. I don't own. Do I own this vinyl? I don't know. In my head, the vinyl slides out, and it's a picture behind it of Kevin. But I don't actually oh. know. Uh, because or is, I, does he have a brother? He does have a brother. Is it his brother's blood? <laughs> On the photo? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I don't think there's blood in that photo. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I like this. It's simple. I actually like it a lot, too. It's, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's simple and nice. I don't know. Yeah, it, it feels both, it doesn't quite feel like unprofessional. Like, it feels like a choice. Yeah. But it also feels very handmade at the same time. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good assessment. Good job, um, Kevin. Cool. Shall we play this? I'm ready. Okay, great. Um, uh, I love it so much. <laughs> uh, um, this is All of Everything Erased. Um, 
I'm immediately getting, I know you said it's not this, but Elliot Smith vibes here. <laughs> no, but like, that's a very big influence. And it, it doesn't all sound like this. Um, but yeah, it may, what, do, what is your opinion on Elliot Smith? I know your wife's opinion. I don't know yours. Uh, I'm a big fan. I listen cool. to him a lot. Cool. Uh, I have Wes Anderson to thank for that. Fair. Not, um, Goodwill Hunting? Still have never seen it. What? I know. <laughs> okay. Um, a thing, I think you'll pick up on this. A thing I really like, I mean, I think I like this in general, and I think you'll probably be like, yeah, that makes sense once I say it, is Kevin's songs are very lyrically dense. Mm. Um, and as a big lyrics person, I really like that. Um, I can draw a direct line from Counting Crows to here. Yes. Then. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I just love a lyrically done. I mean, it has to be good lyrics. It can't just be like bullshit. But I mean, <laughs> your I, your favorite, uh, your second I, favorite song is Bare Naked Ladies One Week, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, coming off me starting this podcast with uh, more Machine Gun Kelly talk, the only album I listened to in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, high quality lyrics. One hundred percent. Um, that's all. So, so I feel like this song is in line with what you were thinking this was going to sound like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, I really like this track so far. Even the vocal production is that sort of Elliot Smithy echo, sixties inspired. I agree. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Um, I do have the lyrics open because I feel like there's going to be things I have to call it. Like, I, it's funny because I do, I don't know. We'll see as we get further into this album. I, this might be my second favorite, but I think this might be the album where I love the most amount of songs. Okay. But I think, I mean, I've done an entire other podcast, um, about my favorite Kevin Devine album. Um, which is, I, I love, I love that album, but I think I love more songs on this one, but I think like the emotional resonance of the other one is very important to me. Um, I so I don't know. Um, do you want to plug that podcast? Oh yeah. I don't know if Adam still does it, but I believe it's just called your favorite album. Um, let me Google that. That was forever ago. Um, we can mm, oh god I'm not going to be able to find it that quickly well I'll find it and we'll link it in the show okay. notes though yeah. it was it was from years ago uh, it was my, it's my friend Adam's podcast though but I don't think he really does it anymore this is very pretty I like this I love it <laughs> <laughs> oh Heather I forgot to ask you this uh huh um uh, Will we still be friends if I don't like this album? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could stop it now then. I love it. This is a great album. Um, I would say this is not a diss, but I do like, I obviously have lots of friends from shows. I do specifically have a lot of friends from Kevin Devine shows uh, in New York, especially like it's a lot of the same people. Uh, so I do have a lot of friends who are like in the club of loving Kevin Devine, but I can still mm. be your friend if you don't love it. <laughs> okay, good. Great. Thank God. Uh, making sure it's not on shuffle. Okay. We're, we're safe. And now the spaceship is landing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to ask what, um, what state is this album about? Oh, uh, uh, the state of Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do like that transition from song one into song two. Um, This song is Carnival is the name. Uh, Do do Sixpence None the Richer have a song called Carnival? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I only know one Sixpence on the Richer song. Maybe it's not them. Uh, Boy, this is a waste of our time. 
Let's see. Uh, the only thing that came, I searched Sixpence None the Richer Carnival, and the only song I, oh no, I know two Sixpence None the Richer songs. Kiss Me and There She Goes comes up, but nothing about Carnival, sure. so. It's it's the Cardigans, I'm sorry. Oh. does a song called the Carnival. It's a good song. Okay. This is Death Cab for Cutie. What? Explain further. Uh, that finger picking style and then something about the vocal quality here is reminding me of like very early Death Cab. Okay. Uh, what is the Death Cab song that goes from lo-fi to hi-fi in the middle of the song? Uh, early death ca- anyways the song's about to do that that's what I'm I say. <laughs> um, oh god what is that hold on I gotta look it up while we're thinking it that's okay, really less, it it's, it's more dramatic yeah it's more dramatic yeah. than the, the death cap song I'm thinking of but I do really like that transition yeah The other, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, no just <laughs> God damn it! The joys oh, no. of remote recording. You go, Ramsey. Uh, no, I'm just gonna wait for everybody to get in here. Uh, we'll get started in just a minute. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say that um, this is a fuller sound, but mm-hmm. also it still feels very, um, hmm. not like a giant band is playing this. It could just be like a quiet little trio up on the stage okay that's all there's the rest of the band there Um, they are (laughs) uh so it a thing especially with like having seen kevin many times it's there are like live versions of these songs and like nuances to them being played live, like slight changes in lyrics or the slight changes in instrumentations. And I feel like this is one that I really love live because it, it builds a lot and it builds to like, I think a bigger peak live, which I think is fun. Mm. Um, and there's a, I feel like this album in particular has fun live versions of these songs. Not that I don't like the album versions, but, um, it's just like a specific take, which I think is fun, especially when you've seen someone a million times. <laughs> right. What would you say is the big difference? I mean, I think it's more like, so this part, for example, well, okay, sorry, the part that's coming up. It's just the way that I, like, I think it just builds in a, sl- a little bit more dramatic way and like, Ramsey warning there's like a little bit of yelling coming up and like that is just like played very dramatically Mm. um because also like there's this echo thing here that uh, you can't really do that live um oh I see yeah I'm hearing it yeah I love this part (laughs) it's reminding me of warning I'm gonna reference Weezer Mm -hmm. the uh thank you for the the warning Yep, <laughs> the crowd talking at the beginning of Sweater Song. Mm. I know it's a different thing, but just what came to mind. But yeah, like that part, for example, is like more of a yell live and just, just yep. like a lot of different like little intonation things like that that are, I think, a very fun element of his live shows. And I mean, I, so in college... Um, I had a couple of friends who really were into Kevin Devine and I I listened to it and I liked it. But then the first time I saw him live, then I was like, Oh, okay. Now I get it now. Mm. And was like fully in. Um, Yeah. And like that, that was what made all the difference for me. Like really loving these, you know, these songs, though that would have been before this album. Uh, that's how fish is supposed to work too, right? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that as a, a burn or anything. Well, yeah, but I just don't want to see fish. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'd like them if you did. I don't think so. I also don't think that's true. I think I might like them even less if I went. Though <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, at this point in quarantine or in like the pandemic, I'd go see fish live to see a show. <laughs> 
Uh, you are going to end up in the Twilight Zone, and that's what's going to happen to you. Fuck! That's the twist. <laughs> I can go to shows again, but it's only fish. That's right. It's like specifically New Year's Eve fish. <laughs> Heather, I have a special treat. I know you've seen fish a lot. Uh, <laughs> we've got you tickets to see the Dave Matthews Band. God, which would I rather see, Dave Matthews Band or Fish? I bet Dave Matthews fans are more tolerable than Fish fans. I would worry that Dave Matthews Band fans would be a lot of, like, the guys in college I didn't want to hang out with. I mean, it definitely would be. But at Fish shows, it would be the guys I didn't want to hang out with in college on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Which seems worse to me. Uh, sorry if you're a fan of either of these bands. I know that I'm not we're... sorry. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. They, they, mm, okay. I mean, also to be fair, I'm fucking from Ithaca. I can't. I can't with jam bands. It like Ithaca ruined jam bands for me. There's no way I can deal with it. That's a very good point. <laughs> whole town oh i can't i hate hippie culture (laughs) is this does every song slide into the next one i don't know i can't remember um i uh this one this one is so good heather's this rap how dare you (laughs) i love when you ask when things are rap (laughs) (laughs) Um, another thing should this one is called uh, Another Bag of Bones. Um, I don't know if you're catching into the lyrics. A lot of Kevin's songs are very um, political. Um, okay. So, 2009. Yep. Um, okay. So, you know, still in probably 15 fucking wars at that point. Everyone knows I don't understand war. So. <laughs> <laughs> in case you missed that episode I don't understand how war works right, it doesn't make right. sense to me just feels like don't but anyways um, <laughs> uh, put it on a bumper sticker yeah war don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god um, so this one's anti-Obamacare you're saying <laughs> no um, it, uh, it's like generally I mean the title is another bag of bones there's the lyric it's another bag of bones for gods yep. to sort um ugh, I'm sorry I'm trying to read lyrics quickly to like synthesize them yeah that's well um, and there, I'm talking into your ear and the music is playing and there's a lot of lyrics Okay, so I'll just tell you what those lyrics were, and I think you'll get the gist. Um, It's the species disappearing, all the birds fly south. In a January heat wave and a pulsing crowd, it's an African militia, kids with submachines. It's a conflict diamond on your bride-to-be. I feel like that gives you an overall Ah. sentiment of this song. Um, Yeah. I mean, oh, that's that's a great lyric as well. It's the mission of modernity to go get what's yours, tell there's nothing left over to get no more. Got it. Yeah. This one, musically, is reminding me of uh, Modest Mouse. Oh, I love that. Okay. And I think it's like, yeah. it's not super melodic. It's kind of... Yep. No, I think that's a great reference. Like, uh, particularly older Modest Mouse, but yeah. That's the only one I know. What Modest Mouse album do you know? Boy, uh, I never got super into them, but it's the one that had... Uh, ooh, what was the like, really big one? Uh, the one was oh, blow- right. the one was oh, float on. Yeah, yep, that's the one. Okay. And then I I listened to that Sunkill Moon cover album a lot too. Okay. But I wasn't familiar with most of the originals in that case. Got it. Um. So the album you know is good news for people who love bad news. That's right. Uh, that is interesting though, because my favorite Modest Mouths album is the Lonesome Crowded West, which I've considered doing on the show, which I think I should do. Yeah, we should. I don't think you'll like it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I like Modest Mouse that much, to be honest. I don't think you do either. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I did like that song, I think. Float On? 
this one here, the one oh. you're listening to. <laughs> it's like, okay, so did the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Kids Bop, for goodness sake. Yeah. I'm seeing if it goes into the next song, because now that was our question. Yeah. Mm, no, that one just ended. <laughs> okay. We, we ended our streak. Yep. Well, this what? sounds like it be, could be in a Christmas car commercial. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I just looked down. I have a huge bruise on my arm. Oops. I don't know what I did. <laughs> Pretty gross. Gross. Okay. Sorry. We should probably do a Heather bruise update every episode. Oh, I have a really bad one on my leg. <laughs> I don't know what I did on that one either, to be honest. Uh. My wife thinks I'm crazy because I will occasionally have bruises that I have no idea when or where they're from. That's so I need... my whole life. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need to cite you more frequently here. I am. Oh, my God. I'm. I don't understand. I, I don't know if I need more iron or if I'm just the clumsiest person alive. But like, I'll show you. Not right now. Obviously, the, one, uh, the bruise on my knee is gross. I have no idea what I did. No, truly no recollection. So you're not alone in that. I would love to know uh, if I'm the only one this happens to or if other people are also covered in bruises inexplicably. E, uh, tweet at us. Yeah, tweet at us how bruised you are. Hashtag bruise report. I think it's my fucking pale Irish blood. Yeah, so I know bad. in my case, it's just like, I'm going to walk into this doorknob, even though I've lived in this apartment for 10 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I trip over my bed frame uh, once a week. I What? <laughs> I haven't moved it. You should Anyways. probably assemble that at some point, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a box. <laughs> I, this I, one has such a different tone than the other ones so far on the album and I love that it's just like a little fun clappy break. I really like the tambourine. Oh yeah! What's this one called? Oh I haven't told you that huh? This one is called Hand of God. That was a... What? No, I was about to say something. I, I will still say it, but I just realized, like, as it was about to come out of my mouth, Heather's not going to care about this. Our listeners aren't going to care about this. Why are you saying this? Go ahead. Uh, oh, that's the name of a magic card. Excuse me? Hand of God. It's a very powerful magic card. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Haven't, haven't I... played that since uh, 10th grade. Mm. Uh... No, I've never played. I don't know how to play. It's not that hard. It's just an investment. I got a new game from work this week. What's the game? <laughs> uh, it's the Hot Ones game. It's called... Ooh. It's like tru- uh, Truth or... Is it... I don't know. Hold on. It comes with a tiny bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> well, I'm glad my parents don't listen to this podcast because that's what they're getting for Christmas now. It's the Hot Ones Truth or Dab game. Oh, wait, I don't want to play that with my parents. Never mind. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yep. Never mind. You can send it to them to play. <laughs> oh, wait. But as a, as a pre-Christmas uh, episode, so I asked my niece what she wanted for Christmas the other day, and she told me she wanted bingo. And I was okay. like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you want bingo. And so then I went I went to buy her bingo today, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Bing- like, old part, like. Does she want the thing that like spins the dice? Like, does she want like a dabber? Like old people? I was so confused. And I asked my sister and she was like, yes, she wants bingo that has the spinny thing. So we can yell like B12. And I'm like, okay. Seems like a weird gift for a seven year old is what I'm saying. Do you think like, I think you would be the coolest aunt if you really sprung for like the, uh, the lotto style one where it like has the pneumatic tube. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That's. Uh, it was already expensive enough. <laughs> no, nah, Heather, I think you got to go for it. I think. I think this is important. Okay. This is um, the title track, and we're going to get to it in a minute, but I have to tell you um, another insane thing that, okay. my, that my niece did that I think right. is so funny that everyone needs to hear this. 
So I was driving in the car with both of my nieces in the back. They're seven and eight. The eight-year-old loves TikTok. And she said, do you know this TikToker Spencer X? He's a beatboxer. I said, yes, I do, actually. We have worked with him for work. I have, anyways. And she freaked out. She got very excited. And I, she's like, do you know him? And I said, no, we had to shoot on Zoom because he lives in L.A. And the seven-year-old in the backseat just goes, hmm, L.A. traffic. <laughs> what? Uh, is she listening <laughs> to a lot of podcasts? Is that how? I don't know. <laughs> She's never uh, left two hours from her house in upstate New York. Why does she know about L.A. traffic? <laughs> I uh, literally was laughing so hard I almost had to pull over. L.A. traffic. <laughs> and I said, I literally said, what did you say? And she goes, L.A. traffic. Yeah. I have no idea what the seven-year-old knows about L.A. traffic, but there we are. I'm trying to think of, like, what would be... That's already an insane thing for a seven-year-old to say in response. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just trying to see if there's anywhere to heighten from there. No. All I can think of is, like, hmm, Starbucks liberals. I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I know, really got me. Um, okay, so this is the title track. This song... Uh, it's so good. Um, speaking of wordy songs, this is one. Um, it's, uh, I think it might be the tempo, but it's almost got kind of a country feel to it. Yeah, but in like a very unique way. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the guitar right. tone here. I- there might be like a pedal steel or something in there. Too. No, but. no, but I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, this is another one that's really amazing live. Um, like, I can't even explain it because it's going to sound insane explaining it. But this is an incredible song live um, because it from here, the song just builds and builds and builds to a climax. That is just like a lot. It just it's it's incredible life that's the end <laughs> oh it sounds like heather might have an in on a jam band love how dare you <laughs> interesting no you, you like when the instruments kind of noodle around and play no. until they build to a crescendo there's no noodling j- and then you're jamming tube no no yeah. jamming <laughs> uh, i can definitely see uh, I don't know why, but you know that... Well, I know you know this. I just don't know if I can communicate it. That concert lighting effect where the uh, stage lights are like pointing out and then all kind of fold down. Wait, the say that of, again? The lights are like pointing out into the crowd, but then they all robotically like move down, uh, like uh, sweep downwards towards the stage. Okay, yes. That's what I'm picturing in this song. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's a little bit to go for that, but this is so. This isn't a jam here, for the record. <laughs> I'm sorry, I put you on the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I like so this. good. It's got kind of a crunchy, dirty feel, but uh, but but I don't have a thing to say after. But I like it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a jam it's it's kind of a jam i mean I think, <laughs> I think the majority of guitar solos are a jam that then you have to learn and reproduce on stage yes if you're playing the exact same one yes like maybe maybe queen is the only one that that's the first one i think of where like that's definitely a pre-planned solo oh yeah i mean any recorded solo is then a pre-planned solo on stage, right? Right. It's like when I watch a Judd Apatow movie, I can tell, oh, that's improvised versus that was scripted. Like, you can, it's just a feeling thing. You can? Oh, yeah. I, I, maybe that's a superpower. I, I a feel superpower? Like I... <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes uh, mutant powers are a curse. I learned this from X-Men. Oh, my God. This, ugh, it's so good. Wow, this, I've heard a lot of yelling Yeah. on this show, but like this feels like legitimately angry. Yeah. 
I feel like a lot of times I don't hear the emotion behind it. I fully agree. <laughs> we, I mean, we've talked before about like it feeling earned, and I feel like this song very much builds to like an earned yelling anger. This is, the, yeah, like this is just like I think who I am. I want to help him. <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk? Are you okay? I'm like uncomfortable. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like you can, I'm, I feel like it's easy to understand why that translates. Yeah. Very well live. Would you say, like, when you've seen him do this one live, is he able to summon that same power? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, it's, and it's interesting, too, because uh, he will tour with both a full band and totally um, solo and play mm-hmm. these songs acoustic, which is also a really interesting like version to hear. And I still feel like this song in particular, like really does hold um, its emotion in like both arrangements. Hmm. Uh, so good. Do, do you know what this is about this song? Um, I feel like this is a question I used to ask you all the time, but haven't in a while. I know. I mean, okay, hold on. Uh, I don't feel like I super know. Uh, no pressure, no pressure. I don't know. No, I don't. Honestly, this one is just like a lot of, I don't know, very visual language, but I don't actually super know what this song is about. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just talked about hearing the distress in his voice and wanting to help him, and I did the same thing to you. <laughs> <laughs> bail me out, bail me out, I don't know. It's okay, it's okay, Heather. don't worry. <laughs> did you expect this tone coming next? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like there's a ghost in the room and he doesn't want to wake it up. <laughs> Is that a marimba? What's making that? Good. It's a tambourine. Oh, I think it was just like I wasn't hearing the guitar fully, where I thought it was almost like calypso-y. I mean, it does kind of sound good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this song has like a, I don't know, kind of Spanish sound to it. Mm-hmm. This one is not my favorite. Um, it's okay, it's, though. What's it called? Oh, uh, sorry. It's called Fever Moon. Sounds like a horror film. (laughs) Yeah, what happens in the Fever Moon? Uh, Ooh, it's a pandemic-induced werewolf thing. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that. (laughs) It's not good. It's a real problem. No. I don't want to... No. We can't add werewolves to this year. <laughs> I have even worse news. It's directed by Michael Bay. Ugh. Well, at least they'll be exploding. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, this one's too sleepy. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's not. It's... <laughs> You're back in. I like this little solo. Man. It's okay. Uh, Heather, feel free to punch me in the face when we can record together. Uh-huh. But this is reminding me of the uh, unplugged version of Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> it's also rather Spanish inspired. <laughs> is it like an official MTV or VH1 unplugged or whatever the fuck? I believe that's right, yes interesting okay i i watched the full like nine hour eagles documentary what even though i don't care about them at all it was so good that feels like a sickness why it's it was very entertaining because uh glenn fry and uh i can't remember the other guy don 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 henley uh 
are huge assholes. And yeah. uh, even even though they produced it, like they just were talking shit about everybody, including like the other members of the band. Uh, and it was just great to see those egos on full display. Jesus. <sighs> yeah, Eagles, not a band I care about. No. That slidey vocal was interesting. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, this next song is called... Oh, it's only your life. It's so good. <laughs> I love this one so much. <laughs> I feel like this is what you were expecting. Yep. This yep. to sound like. Yeah. Yeah, this is maybe the closest to like a... Uh, follow you into the dark yeah sort of thing. yeah I guess when I say that I just mean a guy and a guitar and nothing else I mean fair enough Ugh, that lyric is so good because um, you're spent and you're sad and you've bronzed it it's your badge now you fixed it to all of your clothes Ugh. hmm so good. I do feel bad on this show when it is such a lyrically dense album because mm-hmm. that's the the part that's the hardest to like give credit to and yeah savor. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it's just us sitting here silently, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we get arrested by Kevin Devine. <laughs> yeah, by the copyright police. <laughs> Hello, why did you just re-release my album with you talking at the beginning? (laughs) (laughs) Is his vocal double-tracked? Is there two? Or is it just an echo? I think it's just an echo. Okay. I mean, that's also great for this podcast is the uh, high-fidelity recording of uh, audio remotely for you. (laughs) Hey, we've gotten better. (laughs) We have, we have. It's just so nice. It is very nice. Are there are there songs like since you've seen him a significant number of times? Sure. Um, are there songs that like are rarer for him to do that like the audience is like, oh man, I can't believe he did this tonight. Oh, that's a good question. Um. Hmm. I mean, I. Ugh. He's also done album shows, which is fun. But um. Uh. So I mean, I. Oh God, I don't know. I also I'm spoiled because like album shows happen in like New York where he lives, so I've right. been able to see them. So I feel like I don't have a good grasp on that. But I feel like he does a really good job of playing pretty diverse sets. So, I mean, I'm sure there are some songs that aren't played that much, but. I don't really think so. I feel like he plays a lot of variety. I could be wrong. If you're a Kevin Devine fan, please tell me if yeah. you what you think. Use the hashtag Bruise Report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how stable is his backup band, or does it just oh, uh, kind of like he- reassemble every tour? You mean the goddamn band? Um, oh, that's, all right. Isn't that great? Um, uh, it's a lot of the same people. I think people, you know, people have come and gone over the years, but it um, it's somewhat consistent for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But because it's, you know, it's, it is a backing band ultimately i mean i think they're like he records also with a lot of the same people as well so yeah there was um oh my god this feels like 400 years ago but there was a show he did at webster hall and i think it was like three full albums performed back to back with the 
with the bands they were recorded with. Oh. I think that's right. I feel like elderly that I can't remember the details, but I think that was the deal where it was like, I think it was three albums. Um, but yeah, it was so fun. But um, And yeah, a lot of the, like there were people who were on every album, but then other people obviously filtered right. in and out. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah, it was super fun. The only band that I've seen do an album show Mm -hmm. was uh, surprising no one. They might be giants. Sure. But they'll do a thing that I really like where when they first started, it was just the two of them and like a cassette tape of backing drum tracks and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, And then like as they, you know, signed to a major label and stuff, they added an actual band. Yeah. Uh, So sometimes they'll like switch it up and they'll do all their new songs just as a duo and then their older songs with like a full band sound which mm, is kind of okay. yeah that is kind of cool oh such a nice ending hmm. yeah this is really sweet like i don't know what it's about um um i mean in general this one is about like someone kind of having a messy life and like, um, I don't know, not necessarily making the best decisions, mm. but like creating their own problems and how it's ultimately your up to you to fix your life. The end. Um, <laughs> this one is called Murphy's song. Who's Murphy? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize he was a New York guy until you just said that. Um, yeah, I think it's from it's from Staten Island originally. Oh, you did say that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Are you just excluding Staten Island from five boroughs? <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this one, this one is like it's not one of my favorites, but like. It's nice. I don't know. It's not like one I would be like, oh, that's my favorite. I'm going to go put that song on. But I, it's like a nice break in the album. And same thing whenever it's played live. It's just kind of like, well, that was fun. Yeah. I like the harmony. Yeah. I don't know what you do differently to get that drum sound either, but I like that. (laughs) Just the kind of slap. Oh, I can't hear. I need to hear it again. Might just be hitting the snare. (laughs) What? Might just be as simple as that. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, it's just hitting a snare drum. That's that's the unique sound. Hey, I'm easily pleased. Okay, fair enough. A whistle solo. Uh-huh. I cannot whistle this well, so I really like this. Uh Okay. So, uh, sorry, go ahead. I did something weird on my end, but I don't think it came through on the recording. Go on. Oh, interesting. Uh <laughs> I'm always shocked when I hear such pristine whistling. Like where I just uh, assume yeah. oh, it's gotta be a, a keyboard or something. No one can whistle that good. Mm-mm. Uh, are you able to say what the weird thing you did is or should I just save oh. it for the uh, show meeting oh no I'm just on Genius and somehow it started playing this song on Apple Music on Genius and it was really threw me for a loop uh. yeah really weird <laughs> interesting yeah because you can just play the full song it seems weird yeah Um, uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry to do this twice in one episode, but um, on one of the Might Be Giants albums, the last 20 tracks are 15 seconds long. What? It was, uh, it was the I- early days of uh, the shuffle button on CD players. So like oh. the goal, like you put shuffle on, and then these little song snippets appear in the middle. Oh, okay. But then when uh, like Amazon first popped up, 
they would do the 15 second song samples for each of those so you could just play them all in their entirety. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> this this song more than any of the others you've played me sounds like the kind of thing I was really into in college. A lot of like guy girl harmony uh twee low lo-fi songs i'm sorry this song's about a dog that's who uh what was the name murphy yep uh i'm i have never realized that in my life until right now <laughs> <laughs> does, does it make you like it more or less the same <laughs> okay Ooh, horns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, huh. that was a revelation for me. Don't think That's I've fun. ever I don't think I've ever read the lyrics for it. <laughs> There's a Beatles song called Martha My Dear that could be a very sweet love song, but is actually about Paul's uh shaggy dog named Martha. Fair enough. Um, this one is called I Could Be With Anyone. This one had a music video, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah, this one is fun. Yeah, I think that's like electronic drum beat that I like yeah oh yeah 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 sorry it took me a minute for my brain to recognize what you were talking about no worries yeah I, I'm just really into drums today <laughs> yeah I like this yeah um I was trying to find something about the video Oh yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, it was just like a bunch of different couples in the video. Hmm. Like in my head, it was a recollection. It was like the camera was set on like one scene, and it was just like people popped in and out, basically. I think because in the the first couple lines, he says, "I could be with anyone," and then mentions like the honeymoon period. Yeah. It made me immediately imagine this as, like, somebody's vows. <laughs> and, like, the idea of saying I could be with anyone during a wedding ceremony. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yep. Basically, the song immediately turned into a comedy sketch in my mind. I'm in love with Like, I'm sorry, I, now your stupid sketch is still stuck in yeah. my head. And, like you're doing it to all the lyrics? Yes! Yep. <laughs> sorry. The previous song was about a dog, and this is about wedding vows forever in your brain. Like, that. What the lyric was just, I'm just saying it's where I'm at tonight. Yeah, that sounds great for a wedding vow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in the short term, this is awesome. This, yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels late in the album for this to be a single. Yeah. Assuming we're not halfway through or something. <laughs> no, this is the penultimate song. Okay. Uh, this is called Your Husband, YR. Like, why are oh. your husband? <laughs> you were like I feel like you were way more intrigued by that than makes logical sense. Oh here's what happened, here's what happened. in that in that empty space between me saying oh and you commenting on it. I was trying to remember what was happening in two thousand nine, like if that was uh if people were shortening text yet or if that was like well, Prince. Two thousand nine we had iPhones. Yeah, I think we were like I think people were doing that with aim right yeah like, like the ur 
Well, yeah, and then like definitely like T nine texting. Right. God, he I was bringing thinking, it back. If anything. Yeah, I was thinking. I was talking with someone about T nine texting the other day. What a nightmare. Hey, what's T nine texting? Oh, when you like texted with like a, a normal cell phone, like not a smartphone. Oh, you'd have to hit like the button four times. Three, yeah, get... three. Yep. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> awful i remember in that era for some reason watching jay leno's tonight show and them having a texting race Ugh. i feel like i was pretty fast at it but still i do not I, miss that i didn't have uh, one of those phones for a very long time i, I almost Plus, immediately went to a smartphone yeah oh I see. Uh, I tried to hold out as long as I could. I got my, I got an iPhone. I had the first iPhone. So whatever year that was. Mm. I feel like that was in college still. Might have been. I think I, I was know. just out. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, 2007. Okay. Oh, so that means I still, had, I still had a T9 phone for five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. But the point is that T9 texting was fresh in everyone's mind when this song came out. Yeah, that's true. People were still doing it, certainly. Yeah, he was probably texting the uh, track listing to his label. Yeah. And didn't Text- have time to write the full yours. Texting it. This one isn't... Uh, my socks are still firmly on my feet. They haven't been knocked off. Uh, but I am enjoying it. Fair. <laughs> I don't know. Go oh. ahead. I was just say I kind of wish all the songs fed into the next one. I wish that was consistent. It's fun, but it's, I'm sure it's hard. Yep. And probably annoying if you just want to start with track five, if you want to play it. True. I do really love when albums do that, but yeah, I do feel like it's also very hard. I don't know. I assume I've never written a song in my life. <laughs> I bet it also affects commercial potential. Maybe. I mean, if, I you do, you if, have, you do it, if you do it shittily. <laughs> right. You just have to do a single edit, I guess, where it fades out or something. Yeah. I cut you off, though. What were you going to say? Don't know. Okay. All good. I don't think it was important. <laughs> it certainly was more important than me wishing songs fed into the next. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. I like the woos. <laughs> I am unable to articulate why, but maybe it's just the era. This album has really reminded me a lot of the Canadian band Stars. Oh, I love Stars. I do too. There's nothing all that similar, though. I don't know why they keep popping into my head with this. Yeah, I don't, I'm, mm, I don't know. Ugh, okay, this is, this is the album Closer. I think it feels like a perfect album Closer. It's called Tomorrow's Just Too Late. Oh, that's a great title. Yeah. More harmony. Mm-hmm. Never saw again. So nice. In there? You think he to death? There's also <laughs> I read I read ahead in the lyrics and it reminded me there's also a fun thing. I mean it got canceled this year because of COVID, but um at St. Patrick's Day, uh Kevin does a very fun St. Patrick's Day show where it's all Irish sounding songs, Irish feeling songs, Irish cover songs. 
And it's very fun. And it's just hmm. ridiculous and very funny. What songs get played in that? What are some examples? Uh, Van Morrison, Sinead O'Connor, okay. other sure, Kevin, sure. Kevin Devine songs that reference being Irish or Irish things. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, Divine. Like, sh- right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like Waking Ned Divine. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's super fun. I I, I mean, I've only been once because uh, it got canceled this year. But mm. it's a very it was very fun the time I went. Does it have a catchy name? Uh, they just changed the name, and it's Kenny O'Doul's and the O'Briens. <laughs> it's very fun. I believe. I think so. I think the. It was two years ago was the last time it happened. First and last so far. Um, I, <laughs> I believe I had gone to South by Southwest with laryngitis, went to South by Southwest for the whole week, flew back, slept at home, and then got up the next day and went to this show also with laryngitis. I, I remember this year. I, I, I remember that happening. <laughs> And then also went to a party after. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> when Heather goes, it's a super spreader event. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> it wasn't contagious. I have vocal cord polyps. You can't oh, right, get right, them right. from me. Um, yeah, you can't catch those. Uh, I'm just an idiot who talks too loud. Um, yeah, I would have gotten them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we were shouting at each other across the kitchen table constantly. Constantly. Um, that's it. That's Brother's Blood. <laughs> Sorry, I was just imagining that sentence without context. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I really like that. I'm so glad. My, I, uh, my go ahead. Incorrect, what I thought was incorrect perception was actually probably closer to the truth, and I might owe you a dollar depending on how we want to say this. Mm, I mean, you should pay me a dollar. Um, okay. um yeah i mean i i don't know i just love kevin right i feel like i don't have a lot to say because it's just like i just love it too much um but i also think like i feel like a lot of people would like it but he's also like fairly prolific and has a lot of albums so i feel like people who aren't already into him don't have a good starting point sometimes um if anyone feels that way, I'll make you a playlist um, of, of just the hits. Um, but I just, I mean, I love it. So <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, I'm obviously thrilled you enjoyed it, but I do, we'll do more um, Kevin albums. If anyone also is a fan and would like us to do another specific album, definitely please tweet at us and let us know. How many albums would you guess he has? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I have, please hold. I have Wikipedia open. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's a lot of albums. Uh, ten? Is that right? Whatever. And then, but then also, whatever. So those are like full lengths. He also has a Nirvana cover album. Um, oh, and then also he did this whole series of Divinal Splits where he did he would like trade songs with the other person that they did the split with and it was like cover albums so it was like with matthew cause from not a surf um are they doing their each other's songs yeah yeah exactly uh like tiger's jaw um uh front bottoms like a bunch of different people and so that's a really fun series there's like 12 of those and yeah and then he's also in this other band bad books with um Andy Hall from Manchester Orchestra, and there's like three of those albums. So it's a lot of things. Wow. Yeah. And I love all of them. Thank you for this introduction. This was, I think, a really good choice for me. Yes. <laughs> we did it. Um, awesome. Well, cool. Ramsey. Cool. Where can people find you online? Why, you can find me on Twitter at Ramsey ESS. Or you can check my other Twitter account at Barack Obama. Heather, Great. how about you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Heather Shea, S-H-A-E. And I was trying to think of another funny thing and I couldn't offhand. So that is it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find our all our social handles on our website. If you're listening.com, you can suggest albums there and find all of our playlists there. 
and you're you're quarantining right now so just you've got nothing better to do give us a review on itunes yeah what else do you have to do come on it'll eat up some time from this no one's making sourdough anymore come on leave some reviews (laughs) we all killed our starters Ugh, i'm so mad about it oh ramsey (laughs) did you just venmo me a dollar (laughs) thanks I think I actually heard your phone buzz on the radio. <laughs> on, <laughs> on the radio, <laughs> on like the radio, ago. where we're recording live over mm-hmm. the over the airwaves. Um, great. Anyway, here's a rock block of the Eagles.